is Straight Fire and Flow with Kim and Tara, where we talk mindset, energetic, soulpreneurship, and business, expanding your freaking mind and elevating your entire being. You guys, this is just straight honesty, no scripts, pure divine wisdom and downloads given directly to you. And you guys, today we have an episode that is a listener request all about how to rewrite mental stories. Okay. So this is rewriting mental stories or reprogramming your mind, right? So, oh my God, actually now this is going to be twofold because we're also going to talk about microdosing in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, thought work. Okay. So Tara and I, we recognize like in the personal development and the spiritual community, it often is like, oh, you just rewrite the story and you're done. Rewrite it one time, journal around it one time, tell yourself one time and it's done. And that's not what thought work, that's not how thought work works. And that's not how um, truly rewriting your stories is. So the first thing that I want to say is, um, I guess I'm going to go with the energy aspect. So, you know, every thought that we have is energy, right? And I don't know if you've ever seen, you probably not. I don't know why I know these types of things. But so like when ducks and geese and whatnot, when they are actually in their like natural habitat, think of them at the pond by your local house and they're just like swimming, doing their thing. And all of a sudden, another male aggressive motherfucker comes into the pond and this other goose is like, bitch, I didn't say that you could be in this pond. And so the two of them are now like having this territorial war. So they go at it with each other. They're getting all aggressive and and like, what are geese really going to fucking do to each other? So they do nothing other than like separate. But after they separate, that aggressive energy has to go somewhere. And so what happens in animals is the natural response is for them to shake it off. This is why when you see animals that get into altercations with each other afterwards, you will always see them moving their energy, literally getting rid of it. And it's really specific in birds because you see them flapping their wings to get rid of that energy. It's no different in the way in which humans are. We just like constantly like to think that we aren't animals, but we are just fucking giant animals with clothes on, you guys. Like... We are animals. So um, when, you're re- when you're rewriting your stories, you need to look at it from this thought perspective of actually looking at the thoughts, but then also from an energetic perspective that you have to actually move that fucking energy. And so Tara and I say this, thought work is a practice. It is something that you do in every single moment at the beginning, especially until it becomes a new habit, until you've literally formed new neural pathways that no longer carry these stories. Um, but it's in, in the moment, every day, all day long, staying present and conscious enough to when a thought comes in to A, recognize that you're just the witness. You are not attached to this in any way, shape or form. It just came in and to actively go, ooh, baby, I know why we thought this. I know why this was a story we've been telling ourselves for fucking, I don't know, 35 years, but this no longer serves the version of me that I'm becoming. This no longer serves the business that I'm building. It doesn't serve the person that I desire to actually be. So I'm no longer entertaining this thought. I'm no longer entertaining this story. And then right in that moment, actually moving your energy in some regard. So um, like one aspect I love personally, I've like really fallen back in love with it again, 
is using tapping, the emotional freedom technique, to tap out and to move that energy. And you can do, um, you can Google that anywhere um, or put it on YouTube or whatnot. There's so many different tapping videos out there. Um, and it can be two minutes long, it can be five minutes long, uh, but it literally shifts your energy. You're actually tapping on energetic meridian points that are on our body that tend to have stuck stagnant energy that usually house these stories. And then Tara, do you want to talk about like somatic shaking yes. in addition? Yes, like that's that's my favorite thing. I, I love to just shake, like just like shaking out your hands, shaking your legs, like even like, like light punches on your legs and arms. I do that all the time. That's how I um, choose to move my energy, like, because that's what feel good, feels good for me. And you can just like Kim was saying, like, even with the tapping, you guys, you can do that while you're driving in your car, you can do these things like while you're on a walk, while you're watching TV or reading a book or whatever it is that you're doing, like, it doesn't have to be, you know, setting aside all of this time to go through this practice. Now, while that is good, like when you're rewriting, um, stories. And when you're rewriting, um, your beliefs and all of that at the same time, when things come in, in the moment, no matter what you're doing, you can shake, you can tap on your points. You can do all of those things. And I just want to insert here real quick. When we're talking about rewriting these stories and everything, what we are not talking about is toxic positivity. I just yeah. want to throw that out there. Um, yes, positive thoughts are great. They're wonderful. But if you have not done the work to rewrite your stories, if you have not done the work to move those emotions out of your body, those feelings out of your body, then no amount of positive thinking is going to do the trick. Right. Because you're actually, when you're doing that, I love this episode going juicy too. So when you're doing that, what you're actually doing is you're only shifting your conscious mind. Shifting your conscious mind is not, I mean, it still takes work for sure. Shifting your conscious mind still takes work, but it's not the level or the layer at which you see sustained change. You don't see sustained change until you hit that subconscious mind, until your subconscious mind, which is also houses your inner child and your ego, <laughs> um, where all of that is on board with these conscious desires. So now um, Carl Jung would say that in order to get your sub in order for to access that way and it to get subconscious thoughts and conscious desires to actually hit your subconscious and for the subconscious to actually come up to the conscious, I want you to think about this for a second. Think of your conscious mind as the light, the things you're aware of. And your subconscious mind is the dark, the things that you're not aware of, even though you might be aware of them, you like, like to push it away, you like to suppress it, you like to repress it. That's that shadow aspect of us, okay? Um, until we bring up that darkness, the things that we don't want to look at, until we bring that up to the light and allow ourselves to feel the fucking pleasure that comes with doing shadow work. I'm talking about real pleasure in your body, y'all. Real mm. pleasure in your body, okay? Um, until you actually bring that subconscious up to the conscious, that that's the only moment where the conscious, the subconscious is open, where the conscious thought will enter your subconscious. You get to rewrite it like at a sub at a subconscious cellular fucking level, okay? But it's only because you're not focused on the positive. You're not focused just on the love and light. You're not focused just on um the conscious mind, you're actually looking at the darkness and transmuting it essentially. Now, is this, Tara and I will say this, hands down, 
this is the fucking bravest work there is on this fucking planet. Yes. Yep. But like, if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you're a courageous, bad bitch. Like you can do this work. You would not be listening to this podcast. The universe would not have put you into our energetic field if you couldn't do this. Like, I fully believe that. I fully believe that if you're listening to this, this is so fucking possible for you. But this is, again, like when we use the word practice and when we use the word work, we really mean practice. It's a practice. This doesn't happen. Like if you have one moment where you realize all of a sudden, let's just say that you're washing the dishes and all of a sudden you're like super conscious and a thought comes in of, I just don't have enough time to get everything done. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't believe that I am the person anymore that doesn't have enough time. Like I have more than enough time. I have enough time to spend on me. I have enough time to spend on my family. I have enough time to spend on my business. Like I got it. You're, you're doing that thought work right in the moment and you, you do it. And let's say you literally shake your hands in the sink because you're just like moving that energy, consciously aware of it. Like get the fuck out of here. Go back to source. Come back to me. It's full blown love and light. Okay. Like that's what you're doing. But then like three hours later, that same exact thought pop that thought pops in when you're about to go pick up your kid from somewhere. And at the same time, dinner's cooking and you have to do something else. And in that moment, you're so preoccupied in that rushing energy that you actually don't shift anything. That's what we're talking about. This is a conscious effort. It's a practice where it exists in every single moment of the day. And now, I mean, we're going to do an entire episode on devotion because that's what this really is, is it's being devoted to your, it's devoted to becoming just to becoming it's devoted to becoming who it is that you really, truly desire to be. So that's where we say like, does this, is this work wildly brave? Yes. It's brave because you have to look at shit that most people on this planet will not ever look at. You're brave. You're literally one in a million. There's nobody like you. (laughs) Like, let me just say that out loud. I know that you're probably inundated. If you're, if you're like Tara and I, you might be inundated on Instagram with people that are leaders in the spiritual community, people that are leaders in personal development. You might be listening to all the podcasts and you might be thinking like, oh my God, there's so many people out there who there's, there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands. The whole fucking world is doing this work. No, that's not true. There, it, it, there is a fraction of humans, a small, teeny, tiny fraction of humans that are dedicated and devoted to becoming the highest version of themselves and not in the hustle and grind way. We're not fucking doing that. We're not here about like, none of that exists either. Like there are a tiny fraction amount of humans who are, are willing to become their highest self in a more feminine energy type of approach. And you're one of them. You're one of them. And so it's really sitting in the fact that if you are on this journey, there is a reason. It means you are capable of shifting all this. It means that you are likely the one that is here to break generational patterns, generational traumas. You're healing more shit than you even realize. The the effects of what you do, like, oh, this is juicy. This is just coming in. Uh, The effects of what you do, you guys, it, it knows no bounds. You don't realize how many different realities you're affecting, how many different timelines you're hitting. It it goes through realms. It goes through incarnations. It goes through ancestry lineages. Like, fuck, it's powerful. It's profound. So the more devoted that you can be to this practice, 
of thought work, shifting it right in the moment, the energy work, shifting that energy right in the moment. And then there's like another layer, I guess, that we should probably talk about too, which is like the energy work component behind it of cleaning up the energy around this belief. So like seeing, um, I'm trying to think of a belief that I've held that I can like shift and then how I noticed, okay, uh, um, this is sort of, this is sort of a good one. So kind of silly, but also very relatable. So um, at one point, like Tara, Tara and I both had beliefs about, uh, beliefs about um, not being worthy enough to be seen. How about that? And so we had a really difficult time showing up at first because there was a piece of us that didn't want to be seen. And how this presented itself within our business is literally diluting the fuck out of ourselves. So like, instead of vibrant, colorful as fuck pictures, we chose black and white pictures. Oh, you're not looking at a black and white picture. That's not going to stand out, right? Like subconsciously, that's what we were doing. Um, Choosing very coachy jargon type of messaging. Um, because most people look at that and they go, that's surface level. And so like, nobody could really see the depth of who we really were. Um, and then like, uh, we were doing the work around it. Okay. We were doing the work around it. Tara and I are doing the thought work around it. We are doing the energy work around it. But then this is where I'm saying cleaning up your energy in other areas of your personal life that reflects that belief. Okay. So that belief for me, not wanting to be seen or not feeling like I could be seen, it put me in a pattern in my life where I chose not to show up like fully expressed because if I was fully expressed, then people would see me and they would think, damn, literally, I'm going to own it. They would think, damn, that bitch is a vibe. Okay. <laughs> and that was too much for me. Right. So I noticed this isn't even that long ago. You guys, this is so great about this. Um, I noticed that for years and years and years, I've been telling myself a story that you don't know how to curl your hair. Sounds so stupid, right? Been telling myself for years and years. I mean, I literally just said to my hairdresser probably two months ago, Lisa, I need you to teach me how to curl my hair. I don't know how to fucking curl my hair. And it was like one day I realized that I had been telling myself this story that I didn't know how to curl my hair. And I thought to myself, well, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? And well, one day I just decided I'm going to fucking curl my hair. And guess what? I know how to curl my fucking hair. First off, that was just a lie, brain lie. But what happened, you guys? I literally curled my hair and realized, oh my God, girl, your hair looks fire with it curled. You look fire. So I put out like one video and I'm, I shit you not on every single video I put out there with curled hair. Somebody comments about how much they love my hair, how beautiful it is, how gorgeous I am, how much I'm shining, blah, 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 insert everything. So the fact I was self-sabotaging myself in this belief in my personal life where it was like, don't curl your hair. People are going to see you then. That's what we're talking about when it's like cleaning up your energy in the extension of that belief, not just at the root of the belief. How does that belief actually show up in your life? How are you actually like if the belief is that you don't like to be seen or you're scared of being seen? How are you actually hiding yourself in your life? Because this all comes back to us. It's just the behaviors that we have. It's the habits that we've created off of the beliefs of the live and the lived experiences that we've, ex- that we've actually experienced in our life. 
But like, that's what this whole aspect is of rewriting these mental stories. It's not just the thought work. It's not just physically um, moving the energy. And it's, it's not just cleaning up your energy in your personal life. It's like this like trifecta of work. And the more that you commit to this work, the more that you choose that you, you know what this work is going to give you. It's like you have these little mind-blowing moments and realizations all throughout the day. Like Tara and I are constantly, you guys, still to this fucking day. It's like all of a sudden we see something in our personal life. We're like calling each other or voice noting each other and be like, holy fuck. Guess what I just found out I've been doing my entire fucking life. Uh. <laughs> and and like, what's sure, beautiful, you guys, what's great about that is when you, especially like if you have somebody in your life that you get to like share this shit with, right? What ultimately happens is like one of you will be like, oh, like Kim said, oh my God, guess what I've been doing my entire life. And then it gets your own wheels spinning and you start getting curious and you're like, huh. Well, I do this. And then you're like, shit. <laughs> and it's like this whole, like, you know, like this whole spiral in a good way, but this spiral where you like figure out your shit and you shift it. Yeah. It gets to be, and I, it gets to be that easy. I know like saying easy, it's not that it's easy. It is a practice, but also it does get to be easy. Yes. Once you figure it out, once you get into that, habit of doing this work. And I yeah. say work with quotes, right. But once you get into this practice, it does get to be easy. Yes. Yeah. Because it's just a habit now. It's just yeah. a habit. I mean, last night, like for instance, I had an intrusive thought come in last night. My husband and I were sitting, my ADHD just loves to pop in at night. And so like often my like disassociation, she's somewhere in my, somewhere in the head. And all of a sudden my husband's like, hello. <laughs> and, um, I was sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, I just realized I just had an intrusive thought pop in. And in the same moment, my head, my physical body had a reaction without me consciously doing anything. I started shaking my head back and forth. No. And all of a sudden Joe was like, why are you shaking your head? No. And I was like, oh, my body is getting rid of that energy all on its own. Yes. But that's because it's a habit. It's because you've built up that stamina. It's like you, you've trained your body. You've retrained your body. So the, the the moral here is, A, you can absolutely rewrite your story. Use our trifecta method. Jump on in on that. And then in addition to it, take the pressure off it needing to happen right the fuck now. Yeah. It's we Just know that it's going to happen. And it, for some people, their integration period, their rewriting period takes a couple of days. It takes a couple of sessions with themselves. Um, for other people, it takes, like, think about it. If it's been a belief that's been with you for 30 something years, like, do you think you're going to just crack that code like day one and be like, boom, bitch, done? I don't know. Some of us maybe, but a lot of us, the truth is, is it takes time. It takes practice. So remove the pressure that you have on yourself. Remove the shame you put on yourself for even having these beliefs still, because Fuck it. Like Tara and I are still constantly working through different layers of beliefs that we've had. And anybody listening, y'all, I know it. We've all, all been ingrained with a scarcity mindset. Yeah. Every single one of us, unless you grew up in like a billion dollar home with like fucking entrepreneurs, with mindset junkies, with personal development people, like you have a scarcity mindset. Welcome to the rest of the world. We're all working on it together, except for like, there's only like really 2% of us are working on it together. So 
just know that the, the, some of these really deep ones, like the scarcity specifically, oh God, does it take even more time? So just give yourself grace and compassion while you're going through it. And know that it's okay for those moments when it comes back in, even when you think, okay, I finally got a handle on this. I finally, I'm not having this anymore. These thoughts are not coming in anymore. And then all of a sudden you put an offer out or you do, you pivot in your business and then in come these thoughts creeping back in. That's okay. It doesn't mean that you are back at square one. That, that That's not what it means. It just means it's an opportunity for you to heal and for you to change that at an even deeper level. Yeah. And like, that's like, think of the universe. Like these are those moments where the universe just like, all of a sudden this thought comes back in and the universe is like, how is she going to respond? How is she going to respond? Choose alignment always. Choose the higher version of you always. And I know we did not talk about microdosing on here. So I'm just going to go ahead and reference this. Go back to whatever episode it is. I have no idea what, what, what number it is, but it's called microdosing for entrepreneurs. Um, it goes in our story about microdosing. Um, and it goes in when we had a mindset coach who was also a microdosing coach who actually started this on our journey. It's all about her info. Hands down, do the trifecta, pair that with microdosing. And I shit you not, holy fuck, your whole world will open up. So beautiful. Um, but on that note, you guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Straight Fire and Flow. We hope you guys have a beautiful week and we will see you next week for another episode. Mm-hmm.